morning. I will be talking about um, proper diet for the body and for the mind. And Yogananda's approach to health was based on Dwapara Yuga consciousness. He viewed foods as life force and energy because life energy is what sustains us. Life energy is responsible for our well-being. And so we want to choose foods that are easily converted to energy. And our thoughts, our actions, our health are generally determined by the foods that we eat. So we want to choose foods that are rich with life force, foods that are <clears throat> helping to calm our nervous system, to lift and expand our consciousness. Foods that are refined, processed, preserved, have no life force, and so we will want to avoid them. You can understand one-third of what we eat keeps us alive. The other two-thirds keep doctors alive. <laughs> and so, since we have to eat, why not eat rightly? I want to make sure to say that, that my intention in sharing this talk is not to make anyone guilty, but hopefully to inspire you to change. And so, the diet that Yogananda recommended for the body includes fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains and legumes, nuts, seeds, some dairy products, and spices. This is a diet that helps us to live a balanced life, to keep our worldly duties, and also to meditate deeply. He said that vegetarianism is in alignment with Vapara Yuga consciousness. Yet, he was not a fanatic. He emphasized moderation. So if a person needs to eat meat, he said, avoid beef and pork, but eat a little bit of fish, chicken, or lamb. It's interesting that nowadays, Mediterranean diet is considered to be the best diet for our health. And it's very similar to the diet that Yogananda recommended. And so before we eat, we want to bless the food. We want to chew the food well and think of God when we eat. That help us to be more receptive and to absorb the subtle prana from the food. Yogananda also talked about and emphasized the need to keep the body free of toxins. Alkaline body is a healthy body. When the body becomes acid, it really starts to not help our immune system. And when that happens, the body is more prone to disease. It weakens our immune systems. And so, 
wrong diet, lack of exercise, overwork, lack of fresh air, all these cause the body to become acidic. Eating an abundance of fresh fruits and vegetables help to keep the body alkaline. So you want to avoid eating as much as possible foods that are acid forming. We're talking about meat, we're talking about coffee, we're talking about sugar, we're talking about white flour products. So Yoganama gave for people who are generally healthy a diet that includes 60% of fruits and vegetables, 20% protein, and 20% starches. But he also said to include in your diet oxygen and the rays of the sun because they are easily converted into energy. He said, don't limit your diet to food, but start to use your willpower to consciously draw cosmic energy into your body. So you can experiment with that when you sit next to your computer and you get tired. Go outside, breathe deeply. Consciously draw oxygen into your body. When you go for a walk, breathe deeply and rhythmically. You give the exercise when you walk. As you walk, inhale, counting 12. Hold 12. Exhale 12. When we breathe deeply, the mind becomes calm and interiorized. When we consciously breathe, we distill more prana energy from oxygen. But we can also be fed by the sun. He said when you're tired, when you're hungry, go outside and consciously draw rays of the sun into your body. There are many exercises that he offers in the book, so you can look at that. So basically, when you consciously eat, when you consciously breathe, when we take in the rays of the sun, we are capable of drawing more prana into our bodies. There's a story from the life of Ananda Moima, a great woman saint from India, who lived in the last century. After she was recognized as a divine being, her husband decided to test her, and he was also her cook. In front of her devotees, he said to her, Can you eat straight chili powder? And she said, Yes. So he went to the kitchen and he got the jar. And she took a handful of this hot red chili powder, put it in her mouth, and swallowed it. She remained calm and smiled blissfully. Everybody was amazed. After two hours, her husband became ill with dysentery <laughs> and suffered from great pain in his stomach. Ananamoy Ma lovingly nursed him back into health. While she was doing it, she said to him, 
I have told you never to test me. <laughs> you learned a lesson and you never did it again. <laughs> so as long as we are in body consciousness, we need to take care of the body. We need to use discrimination. <coughs> what we choose to eat. But we also have to take good care of the mind. A happy mind is a healthy mind. Negative thoughts cause the obstruction of the life force into the body. Many physical diseases are a result of an unhealthy mind. So we need to watch a mental diet. Watch what we feed our minds. We want to try to avoid feeding the mind with negative emotions. Fear, worry, anger. But also we want to watch for indifference, passivity, lack of interest. We want to feed the mind with positive energy with peace, joy, enthusiasm, interest in life. Ananda Moima put it in a beautiful way. She said, the nature, the natural food for the mind is joy. The natural food for the mind is joy. And we are always hungry until we find the ability to feast on that joy. In Yogananda's little book, Affirmations for Self, um, Scientific Healing Affirmations, he offers us so many affirmations that we can feast our mind with joy. I remember once during a period that I was teaching at the Expanding Life, I was walking home one evening and as I was walking, I sensed that my body was very tired. Once I sensed it, I started feeling sorry for myself. I started feeling sorry for myself, and then my mind started to dwell in thoughts of self-pity. As I was observing it, I said to myself, you know, you just can't afford thinking this way. So I went home and I took Swami's book, Affirmations for Self-Healing, and I started reading his affirmation on good health. It's a beautiful affirmation and it goes like that. My body cells obey my will. They dance with divine vitality. I am well. I am strong. I am a flowing river of boundless power and energy. And I kept repeating it, and I went to bed, repeating this affirmation, and I woke up, and I felt much better. Affirmations and visualizations are state of consciousness. When we repeat them, they help us to stimulate the life force and to direct it within ourselves to heal us. You can understand that especially when the body is weak, when the body is not well, keep persisting mentally 
that the body is well. He said, if you keep persisting, persisting that your body is full of vitality, then you will open, you will tap into a source, invisible, secret source, that will fill your body with vitality. And if the karma of a person is to die, he said it's better to die with the conviction of perfect health than with the thought of a disease that is incurable. So it's very important for us to keep feeding our minds with positive affirmations. When we do that, we start to break down the pattern of our habitual way of thinking, habitual way of perceiving ourselves. And so there's a simple exercise that you can do. You can choose an affirmation, positive affirmation, and repeat it for 24 hours. Mentally repeat it with energy and with total conviction and see what happens. Simple and powerful affirmation can be, I am joyful, I am free. God, Christ, grows, and try it and see what happens. Last year, I created, along with a wonderful group of people, a year-long online vegetarian cooking shows for health and vitality. It's now available at Ananda Online Classes. Dave Bingham edited almost 100 shows. As part of the program, online we offer people special affirmations that they can use while cooking to keep a mind infused with higher consciousness. Recently I read a survey that was done interviewing people who were diagnosed with terminal diseases and all of them said that at first they became sick they start to they start seeking help through western medicine and this was right and this was valuable but it was only after they start exploring alternative modalities of healing only then they start to believe that they can heal because they became active in their own healing process not just relying on external methods they became empowered and they developed that unyielding belief that they can heal they also said that the healing of the mind was crucial in the healing process. And so the teachings of Yogananda are so valuable in this day and age. He said that we need to realize that only thought and consciousness 
only thought and consciousness exist as permanent realities. And if we constantly feed our minds and our consciousness with positive thoughts, the body will follow. And there is no limit to what we can do and what we can become. And Swami Kriyananda is the best example to back up this statement. I want to finish with a story. A few years ago, a woman came to the expanding light. She was about 65 years old, and she came to take the yoga teacher training. I asked her, why did you choose to come here? At first she started to apologize and she said, I should have been here long time ago, but at least I'm here now. And then she said, when I was 20 years old, I got married. And shortly after I got married, my husband's uncle came to visit us. And he brought me a gift. It was autobiography for yogi. And when he handed to me, he said, you must read this book. And then he explained why. And he said, when I was a young man, I lived in Los Angeles. And I suffered from chronic sinus infection. I had it for about five years. And it made my life unbearable. One day, in 1949, I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard. My head, I had terrible headache. My head was splitting. My nose was funny. And I, I felt miserable. And as I was walking, a stranger stopped me. And he started talking to me for a few minutes. And then he left. After he left, I noticed I was healed. The headache was gone. My nose stopped running. And my sinus infection was gone. And I was healed. And I never had it again. And I asked myself, who was the stranger? He had long hair and he wore orange robe. And so I acquired about it, and I discovered that it was Paramahansa Yogananda. And so I bought his book, and I started to follow his teachings. How many untold stories like this happened during Yogananda's life? How many people are healed with the power of God flowing through this great land. The power of God alone can heal us, no doubt. But we can cooperate with this power. We can assist this power. If we keep our body and our minds well, 
We allow that power to flow through us and to keep us well. <laughs>